Hello and welcome, neighbors. I'm Brian Plain, and this is the Live Here Riverside podcast. This podcast shares the story of good people doing great things right here in our village of Riverside, Illinois. My guests today are Laura and Alex Garcia. In addition to being accomplished photojournalists, Laura and Alex are the co-founders of Three Story Media, a Chicago-based production company that creates videos and photography to drive business for brands and organizations through the proven power of storytelling. In our conversation, we discuss Laura and Alex's journey to Riverside, how their passion for storytelling and working with real people led them to start Three Story Media, and how they've fallen in love with Riverside's sense of being close to everything, yet feeling like you're miles away. I hope you enjoy getting to know our neighbors, Laura and Alex Garcia. All right, Alex and Laura, thanks so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Sure, thank you. Yeah, thank you. So let's start a little bit with uh, your stories. So how did you two meet and how did you ultimately find your way here to Riverside? (laughs) Uh, We met at the Chicago Tribune in 1999, where I was... I moved to Chicago from Santa Fe, New Mexico, where I was a photographer at a newspaper. And uh, Alex can tell his version. He was moving from L.A., the L.A. Times. And uh, I was a photo editor at the Chicago Tribune, and he was a staff photographer. So, Yeah, we met the uh, – basically, we started uh, same time, and um, we met in orientation. And uh, it was a – uh, it was, it was, uh, you know, some people are say, Oh, it must've been love at first sight. And I think we both had our professional hats on. So that was not something that we were thinking about, but, um, yeah, we were both coming back from different cities. So uh, we, we both had been, uh, had uh, grown up in Chicago, uh, area. And so it was for, for both of us, it was coming back home. Okay. And, and when you guys came back home, did you come to Riverside, I guess, right away? Or were you, were you in the city for a while? Or I guess, how did, how did you ultimately make your way to here to Riverside? Uh, well, we for, at first had a loft in, in the Pilsen area in East Pilsen had kind of that whole artist loft experience for a few years. And then we lived in Oak Park for 10 years where we had our uh, two children, and then we decided to move to Riverside. I, I started to, um, uh, I left my job at the Tribune, and I was doing freelance work uh, as a photo editor. And so I started to work away from home because I had small children, and I became, uh, I started to research libraries and, and beautiful places to do my work, and I started to come to Riverside to work. And I was sitting in that reading room overlooking the library and I was just loving it. And I thought, you know, I see that trail down there. I'm going to bring my dog down here. And so I brought my dog. We have a yellow lab and I was walking along the trail and I thought, you know, I just want to live here. (laughs) (laughs) And so I brought Alex and the kids and and we all fell in love with it. So we moved uh, three years ago. Okay. Great. And I guess tell, you mentioned obviously a little bit about your, your background um, and your work in kind of photojournalism, but uh, I guess expand on that a little bit more. Tell us, tell us a little bit about kind of your, your background and then maybe from there um, you guys can also get into um, your business that you guys have that you run together today. Was that a question for me? Uh, for for either, either one of you. Oh, okay. Um, so for myself, basically, let's see. Um, um, I worked in photojournalism for 20 years and essentially 
I uh, I was at the LA Times before I came um, before I came to back to Chicago. Um, and worked for some other newspapers and freelance for some wire services as well. And when I came back to Chicago, it was for a job at the Chicago Tribune. And, um, you know, we worked there for 15 years. Uh, or I worked there for 15 years. Laura left briefly. Uh, um, Laura left like pretty soon after um, we met. As a, we got married and, and she uh, had the flexibility to be able to pursue uh, some independent interests. And so I stayed on for, for a long time and uh, I enjoyed it. I had a great time. The, um, did some wonderful projects. I was able to go to, you know, Cuba, which is my, uh, to work for the bureau there in Havana, which was one of, uh, it was a highlight for me, of my career because my family's Cuban. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was, um, it was a great run, uh, but as you and most of your listeners no, the news industry was going through a lot of changes, and and uh, I was realizing that there wasn't a whole lot of great ideas that were going that were coming into the market to um, kind of reverse the, the declining fortunes of the of the news industry. And so I began to freelance and look around, and um, people were coming to me at the same time too. A lot of companies and cl- and clients. Um, Especially as my um, stature at the newspaper was rising, because I was um, I was blogging actively um, on the uh, on the Tribune site, which was I was me and another photographer were the only two who had an individual blog on the Chicago Tribune site. I had a Sunday column in the newspaper. I was speaking at various events such as uh, Chicago Ideas Week and uh, and and a TEDx event. And also the Lit Fest with Printers Row, and so you know people were were becoming aware of me, and I was talking about the importance of visual storytelling and giving out photo tips as well. And at some point in time, uh, there just came an uh, an opportunity in front of me that basically meant that I had to make a decision whether to stay at the Tribune or to uh, j- uh, jump off and and and. Um, hang on my my own shingle, as they say. And uh, that's what I decided to do. And uh, so Laura and I have been kind of collaborating the last three years uh, on that, uh, on the company, Three Story Media. Uh, And it's been fun. It's been great. We've had a lot of great projects, uh, worked with a lot of great clients. And, um, uh, you know, we've basically been taking our storytelling backgrounds and bringing that into uh, this business, uh, because we recognize that there's just so much need for that in in the um, in the business world and in, in our industry, it's just storytelling, and that's something that we both have a lot of experience doing, and it's been fun. Great. And anything you would add to that, Laura? Uh, well, we do just really love to uh, do visual marketing for various companies, so we like interactive conversation with people. And, and so we like to tell real stories and, and we do both feel like we're capable of that in a, in a really fun and great way. So um, life is pretty good for us right now. We're grateful to be here in Riverside. That's great. And, and I guess tell us a little bit more about three story media. So when you mentioned visual, visual storytelling, um, is that predominantly then obviously through, through video? Is that through, um, images? I guess maybe, maybe explain a little bit for folks that kind of don't inherently understand what you mean when you're saying visual storytelling, kind of, you know, who, who, who you do that for and kind of how that, how that process works. 
Sure. So basically, we're a B2B company. So what we do is we work with um, uh, companies or, uh, and organizations and um, uh, you know, corporate firms, law firms, all sorts of different types of companies to basically uh, share this, their stories in the marketplace. I, I think one of the things that uh, people realize is that there's a, a need for um, a connection uh, with customers or with clients. And, and a lot of times that is through uh, sharing your story in a way that feels more intimate and more authentic. Um, and, and that can take different forms, right? So for example, um, we could tell us, you could tell a story of, a, of your founder or your business owner. You could tell the stories of the employees who work there if they're incredible assets to your uh, to your business and whether they provide the kind of, um, you know, unique business proposition that, that people are, are looking to know about your business, or you could be talking about your clients and you could be talking about, uh, happy customers or through testimonials and telling and sharing their stories. So there's a multitude of different ways in which you can, uh, connect with, um, your market and with more customers. And, uh, and the way to do that is, basically by tapping into the power of story. And so uh, Laura and I essentially take our storytelling hats. Uh, we, you know, as, as journalists, we have been used to zeroing in on uh, people's stories um, very quickly. And, zero, and not only their stories, but also the emotional dimension of their stories. Uh, I sometimes, um, when people ask me how important emotion is to, to the story, I sometimes say emotion is the story. Uh, because that is a really the way that you connect with people. They 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 buy on emotion and they rationalize their decisions uh, based upon logic. So, you know, you want to connect with people on a deep emotional level. And because we had that experience on a daily basis for uh, you know combined um, decades, basically of experience, it's something that we find pretty naturally to do. And as Laura mentioned, we. We, our emphasis, or I should say, like our, our, our biggest strength is working with real people. I mean, there's different types of storytelling that you can, that you can um, bring to um, a brand. Uh, and sometimes that is based upon scripts and models and, <clears throat> and really um, sometimes uh, productions that are so overly produced that it just doesn't even feel real anymore. Uh, but we uh, we basically love to just to work with real people and uh, telling real stories, and um, that's pretty much what our expertise is. And that's no, that's I, I, that resonates, and I think um, it, so. It sounds like the the way in which that you guys do that too. It's not um, you know here's this here's this product or service you can plug into. Am I understanding that correctly? It's pretty much you know someone comes to you kind of with a need and, and it's kind of a customized uh, project that you're, that you're putting together for them to kind of fit their, their story and kind of the needs specifically of, of what they're looking to do. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. And to get back to your real, uh, the, the beginning part of your question, I mean, three story media, one of the reasons why we, we called it that is because we provide the benefit of not only uh, video, uh, but also stills and audio. So it's kind of like a three pronged approach to, uh, sharing stories. And, and so there's a lot of people who are really good at video and a lot of people who are really good at stills, but we combine, uh, those, um, you know, three different mediums together in order to, uh, bring out the best message that we can for our clients. Gotcha. I was, you mean me my next question, which was to ask what was the, what was the, the story was behind the, uh, behind the name? Cause I figured if we're, if we're a storytelling company, there, there certainly needs to be one there. So 
Um, thanks, thanks for providing that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, the backstory is too. We met on the third floor of the Tribune. So, <laughs> uh, see, all right. See, I knew there. They, well, we needed an emotion in there too. So that's good. Good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what you preach there, Alex. I appreciate that. <laughs> right. Um, what's What's one thing that you wish more folks here in Riverside knew either about you guys individually or about your business? Oh, that's a great question. Um, well. Uh, that is a good question. I, it, it, one thing I could say is, um, I guess about the business is what we're capable of. Um, you see uh, a lot of websites where you go to them and they're, they're fantastic businesses, but the visuals don't reflect the, the soul behind the business or the values of the business or their, what they really want to say or do. And, and the page is kind of bland. And, and I guess what I wish that they could see is that what we're capable of doing for them to help them, um, because uh, it really does make a difference when, when there's a, a great story there that uh, clients can connect with. Um, and, it, and it just draws you in and makes you want to hear more or learn more or, or do more with them. Um, as far as working with Alex and, and myself, I think uh, I guess that we, we, um, we have a lot of fun and, and we really do, um, like to consider ourselves as a solution, a visual marketing solution for companies. So, and, and we just, um, we try and find the right mood. Uh, so the story is told, um, in a consistent way and, and we have fun with it. And the other, the other thing too, is that there's so many, um, I mean, people nowadays, are, everyone knows that video is a thing, right? I mean, if you're a small business owner, if you're any kind of business owner, you're, you're thinking video because that's what you're told you need to be thinking about. But there are so many um, different ways to go about that, right? And I think one of the things that I wish, I guess it'd be less like what people know about us and more about, um, about their own selves is that they've got a great story right? Um, it's not, they don't just sell widgets, right? They have, it's what they're, it's, you know, it's who the business owner is, you know, that, or who are the, the customer's lives that have been transformed by that widget, right? I mean, there's just so many different ways to tell a story and it's just such a, an opportunity there that's just waiting to be told. I mean, we're working now with, uh, uh, I mean, I, I love local businesses. I mean, uh, entrepreneurism is is one of the reasons why I left the Tribune because I just caught the bug of it, and I just uh, just love the um, I just love what entrepreneurs and and, and business owners uh, and how they transform lives basically by uh, just you know, creating jobs and, and and wealth and communities. So I I feel like I just love to partner with um, entrepreneurs and, and business owners to help them uh, build up their business as much as I can. And like I was saying, a story is a great way to do that. And I think it's a great way to connect with people. And so, I mean, in a, you know, so in addition to knowing that we're here and that we'd love to help them tell their story, I think the other thing that I'd love for them to know is that Riverside has a lot of interesting and creative people. Um, you know, sometimes when you're told that you, you tell people from the city that you're moving into a suburb or Riverside, they think, oh, you're just checking out and you're, you're going to be like a cookie cutter suburban person who basically cuts their lawn every, 
you know, every week. And, <laughs> you know, it's just like it's a boring existence or whatever. But we've been pleasantly surprised by just the amount of really creative people and uh, the entrepreneurs that we've found in our, just, you know, on our own block. You know, we found an art director for an ad agency. There's a man who runs a production, a post-production company or nearby, another small business owner who uh, sells fabulous uh, eyeglasses and I, that I currently own a pair of. And mm-hmm. So it's, you know, there's just a lot of great energy and uh, stories here in Riverside to tell. And, and you're probably discovering that through this podcast. But um, I mean, I guess that would be pretty much what I would say. Yeah, I think, well, I think you, I would, I would agree with your, your assessment. I've been, I think I've also been pleasantly surprised to, to discover that as well too, you know, just through in person, but also through, through the podcast as well too. Um, and I think I, based on what you guys are saying and the little of what I've seen, just even from checking out your website, um, you know, I think it speaks to the fact that you guys really kind of practice, practice what you preach of that. Uh, some of the videos that I've had a chance to view that you guys have, have done for different causes and organizations and businesses out there. Um, you know, it's amazing what you can pick up about a business in, you know, a two minute video um, that, that conveys something that, you know, people have probably spent hours and hours trying to convey through words on a website unsuccessfully. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is, that is, that is very, very true. I mean, there's, um, you know, it's so fascinating now and and this is a little bit, um, not a little bit off topic, but not entirely. And that is that we're in a, in a strange world now where people are communicating via like GIFs and emoticons, right? We're, there's a sort of visual language now that is, that we're using that instead of sending a text or we'll send, um, we'll send a video, right? As a form of communicating. So visual communication is, I think only going to increase from here. And it, um, like you said before, it does have that emotional uh, impact that really does make a big difference with people. I, I agree. Um, so my next question then is, what's what's your favorite thing about Riverside? And it's a question to you both, I should say, as well, too. Um, well, besides for, we just got back from New York. We were celebrating our birthdays and went to New York on a trip and enjoyed uh Olmstead Central Park and we really felt a connection to Central Park because of our connection here in Riverside and uh, I would say just the landscape is incredible and the and the the like in the morning we can walk out we live really close to the river we can walk to the river and I'm suddenly in in the woods with my dog and my coffee cup and there's nothing else like it it's incomparable and um and then, of course, the wonderful people, so many great people, uh, neighbors, new friends, and we just feel very rooted here, and we're very happy here. Oh, you know, what I like, what I like about it is, uh, you know, there's a, um, I think Riverside is what I really wanted Oak Park to be. I mean, I, I love, we loved Oak Park, we, had, we have great friends in Oak Park, we're still connected to Oak Park, but I think that um, Riverside has that sort of intimate, um, quiet green kind of feeling that I sort of wish we had more of um, uh, in Oak Park. So what I, I guess I, you could say what I like about it is that it just feels so it's, it's it feels so far removed from the city, and yet it's still not it's still right amongst every other uh, community right on the border of, of Chicago. So it's 
it's a it's a pretty fascinating place. Um, you don't get it's it's quiet and uh, there's an exhale that I feel when I drive back from the city into Riverside, and I think that's why it puzzles so many people because they they've never taken the time to actually drive all the way into Riverside. So it just feels like it's really kind of like a pocket of of uh, of green, um, so close to the city, but um, but also pretty far removed too. Mm-hmm. It's like a little hidden wonderland. <laughs> I think you guys are not the not the first to, to to have that answer for it. I and I would I would agree with your assessment there. Um, so let's say you get to change one thing about Riverside. What would that be, and why? <laughs> <laughs> now that we've now that we've waxed poetic about it. <laughs> well, I guess obviously it would be tremendous to add more businesses that you know would fill the stores, uh, and we could go down and walk down and enjoy on a regular basis. We're we're so happy with the new businesses that have come. Uh, there are a lot of them, and and they're great, and we support them. Uh, but it would be uh, wonderful to have uh, a few more, I would say. Yeah, that's basically that's the that's the. Uh, I mean, that would be it. I mean, we we live fairly close to downtown, so we walk to these. We walk uh, to. Uh, we walk to Floor, yeah, right, 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 and we love the people who invest in here, and that's why we uh, why we go there and support them as much as we can. So. It's, uh, yeah, that would be, that would pretty much be the only yeah, thing well, that comes out top of mind. I think, uh, the Riverside Arts Center, I'm involved there. Um, I've shown, I had a solo show there last spring, uh, with my photography. I am also an artist, uh, as a, as my hobby, but, um, I think it would be really cool if we could take some spaces and make artist studios. Uh, we lived really close to the Harrison Street uh, Artist District in Oak Park. We lived mm-hmm. in the Paulson Artist District in Chicago. And I would love uh, it if we could create some spaces here in Riverside that would be affordable art studios for artists. And inevitably, artists tend to bring with them great ideas and great energy, and they beautify uh, neighborhoods that are kind of uh, needing more love, let's put it that way. And there are so, there there are some businesses and tremendous buildings here, and I would just love to see them uh, filled to the rim with energy. I know that that existed, and I, I know it will happen again. And we're right there with Riverside to to help make that happen. Yeah, the architecture here. I mean, to go back is pretty just pretty amazing. All of it. I mean, it's just so. I sometimes feel like I'm in some Bavarian suburb. <laughs> you know? I mean, uh, it's pretty amazing, and then the river that runs through it. I mean, uh, it's it's just it's just awesome. It's an amazing place. Yeah. And then, last question: What's the kindest thing that someone from Riverside has done for you guys? Oh, that's a great question. Hmm. Um. Well, the day we moved in. It was raining and we were moving from Oak Park and that was a big experience. And uh, our next door neighbor who we hadn't met before uh, showed up with some, this tray of food. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he showed up with this tray of food and it was warm, fresh from his oven and some lemonade for the kids and some vegetables from his garden. 
And it just made me well up with tears. I just felt so incredibly grateful. And that, that epitomizes our experience. We have amazing neighbors. Oh, and the other thing, uh, last week was Alex's birthday. And uh, four different families of neighbors showed up at our door, surprising him with uh, happy birthday songs and balloon <laughs> champagne. I mean, it was, we're home. It's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. We have the best neighbors, best, best neighbors. And you know, what was, what's really interesting about Riverside is how so many people have lived here for so long and just don't leave. I mean, uh, one of our neighbors, basically he, he, he grew up here. Our next door neighbor that Laura was talking about, who were, who were just so welcoming, uh, you know, they've, they're retired now, but she had grown up in that house that, right. and then married and lived in the house and, and been here for, I don't know. And they had met in sixth grade at Hauser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if uh, folks want to find out more about um, either of your, your work or, I guess, three-story media specifically, wh- where's the best place uh, that we can find you guys online? Well, our website is uh, threestorymedia.com. And Alex's personal photography website uh, is alex at... Well, that's my email, but my website is alexandergarcia.com. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, my fine art website is HussarGarcia.com, H-U-S-A-R Garcia.com. Great. And I'll make sure we, we include links in the, in the show notes and uh, in the blog post that goes with this episode too, so that people can, can find you there. Um, well, Alex and Lauren, thanks, thanks so much for coming on the show. I think it's pretty clear you guys, uh, you guys practice what you preach as I, I feel like I've said, like, caught myself saying that a couple times this episode, but, uh, but it's been a real, a real pleasure to, to meet you guys and also hear about kind of what, what you're doing here in Riverside. Well, thank you, Brian. I really appreciate that. Yeah, it's been a delight. Thank you. Yeah, I hope to see you around. <laughs> yeah, you guys as well. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Hey, neighbor. Brian here again. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Live Here Riverside podcast. You can read our blog posts and hear future episodes of this podcast by visiting us online at livehereriverside.com or liking our Facebook page, Live Here Riverside. One last thing. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a neighbor that you think would enjoy it as well. Thanks for stopping by.